Strange sightings of the unknown and creatures that defy explanation. Peer into the unexplained. The Hush Hush Society presents Cryptid Chronicles. Hey guys, how's everyone's Hushtober going? Oh, it's going fantastic. Very spooky, spooky time of the year. I'm glad that we get some time to kind of chill out around this nice warm fire. It's getting a little bit chilly. Guys, quick question. Uh, did you try out that pumpkin hack? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I don't know if I'll be doing it again. It got a little bit messy. <laughs> it wasn't the mess that made me stop. It was the fact that you had to do it to yourself. No, it was the pain. <laughs> A little cold for my yeah. liking. You're supposed to cut a hole in the pumpkin first <laughs> before you <laughs> attempt to put yourself I didn't know. Into I it. thought I had to drill into it. <laughs> Ow. Exactly. Yeah, I'm glad that we got together. You guys don't mind if uh, I have my friend Steve come. He's from Misfits and Mysteries podcast. You guys cool with that? Absolutely. Yeah, the more the merrier. Yeah. Ah, I hear him coming through the brush. I think he's coming from the McDonald's down the way. Oh. Steve, what's going on, man? Not much. How's it going? Yo, yo. So well, so well. This is, uh, this is Frank. Hey, man. How you doing? Hello. And this is little David. <laughs> Hi, I'm little David. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's name, this is a quick story. My dad's name's also David, and, um... And I don't know how it happened. So my brother-in-law is, like, tall, and his name is Danny, and they both have Ds. So my dad doesn't understand things because he's a boomer, and he started referring to himself as Big D, and we would call him my, my, uh, my, uh, my brother-in-law, Little D. <laughs> every time they write, every time they write his name on, like, we're playing a game or, like, on a, if he's marking a glass, he's Big D, and my cousin's, my uh, brother-in-law's Little D. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Dave can yeah. relate. It's funny that the only reason why I'm named David is because the neighbor had a Daniel three weeks before. So that's Seriously? Funny. David so you Danny. couldn't be Daniel. Could have been a little D and a big D. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard about the Duende, though? So I thought we were talking about the Dundee. Oh, yeah. Like Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Different outback. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard of the Duende. I grew up working with a dude that lived in Mexico for about three quarters of his life. And he's, he told me a couple stories about the Duende, and he made it sound pretty spooky. Yeah, if you didn't know, in folklore, it's a small humanoid figure like myself. <laughs> <laughs> with many variations through Central and South America in the Philippines. And they're compared to dwarves, gnomes, or even, you know leprechauns imps little little leprechauns jumping around bringing the gold i think that duende it's like a spanish originated thing it's kind of like dueño de casa i don't know if you guys ever heard that i mean you're not spanish so how would you know and it means master of the house which is a little a little weird why would that small thing be the master of your house? Little master. Dobby is a free elf. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the word duende, apparently, is sometimes used interchangeably with a lux. Duende is a, a Spanish word for a supernatural creature, which is typically a, a goblin of a sort. I guess that contributes to the whole master of the house thing. You yeah, know? goblins. Yeah. Goblins, they steal your shoes and stuff. I don't know what goblins do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What do goblins do? 
I, I feel like... They just steal cat shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like goblins just aren't a big deal. Other things are. No, they don't get enough recognition. I think they yeah. did in the past, but I don't think people care about goblins anymore because they're all walking among us. <laughs> I don't know. I've slept with some goblins. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Now, like Dave was saying a couple minutes ago, right? There's many different variations of these little ratty humanoid figures. And in Spain, there are many tales and legends of these various types of duendes. Apparently over 15 of them. Like 15 different forms? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Something like that. Like I'm picturing almost like a lineup of goblins. (laughs) (laughs) I think of like the village people. You know, like there's a there's an Indian goblin, there's, there's a oh cop God. goblin, the construction, and they're all super super flamboyant. Take that movie Trolls, man, the kids oh, one. Jesus. They're all different types. Don't they all sing in those movies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's very musical. It's very. Oh, musical. maybe that's it. Maybe all these fifteen different types of goblins they all sing different music that's probably it show tunes and <laughs> they all steal different kinds of domesticated animal shit <laughs> i don't know how similar it is but you guys know what uh kali Kanzaros are no. no come again kali Kanzaros. no so there's this like greek myth and it's like all throughout that part of europe and so kali Kanzaros are these little like i think they're, they're i think they might be goblins and they're naked, have massive penises, and they're trying to chop down the tree of life, but they're really stupid and get distracted, and on Christmas, they, like, come in your house and cause trouble. And <laughs> what? the way that you defeat them is that they can only count to three, and you have to, like, put... You literally just have to put, like, at, like uh, I think, like, a colander down, and they'll try and count all the holes, but they're so stupid that they can't... They can only count to three. And they just keep doing that until the sun comes up. And I'm like, fuck, I gotta go back underground. And at that point, the tree of life heals itself up, so they can't go. And for some reason, they're naked and have just massive penises, and they're, like, under a foot tall. I don't know why they decided that, but they have I want an tits. entire back piece tattoo of what you just explained. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like little one foot tripods running around like <laughs> I just imagine them like on the mantle over the fire just dipping their dicks into your stockings. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of eggnog surprise for one. <laughs> Well, kids, we have to leave a box of magnums out for the goblins. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, look, he used one. (laughs) What's in there? It's gobbledygook. (laughs) Steve, that was a perfect segue. Thank you. I didn't even know. (laughs) Just speaking on the Greek stuff, right? So there's a variant of the Duende that's similar to the nymphs of ancient Greece, and those are the Anjana. They're similarly described as being extremely beautiful beings with long flowing hair that they comb for for hours and hours. The Anjana clothe themselves with dresses made up of stars and stardusts, and they wear pearls and gems and sparkly shit. But they still don't have massive dongs. No. (laughs) I don't know what it is with the Greeks and big dicks. Well, the Greeks like small dicks. That's why, like, all their art had people with small penises. 
That's true, yeah. I have a feeling that maybe everyone in ancient Greece had really small penises. So they're trying to vilify big dicks. <laughs> and they were just like, yeah, look look at David. Normalize little yeah, dicks. normalize little dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, look at those awful Kali Kanzaros with like 12-inch dicks. That's bad. If you don't stop with your bullshit, these giant dick goblins are coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> All the wives are like, oh, no. <laughs> that little green man is Jesus. It's really packing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Well, depending on the region of the Greek Isles, it sounds so magical when you say it that way. Greek it really Isles. does. The Greek Isles. Take me away. And jhanas may usually be small in size, some not even as big as a flower. I guess subjective on what type of flower it could be. Some are very tall. Size may vary. (laughs) Size may vary. But some of them can be as big as humans or even taller. So we're just talking about elves at that point, right? Yeah. That's kind of the description. That's what I was thinking when Frank was talking about them. They said to live in fountains, springs, rivers, ponds, lakes, and caves and come out at night when humans are sleeping, so they're creepy. Also, it's said that a man who finds an Anjana brushing her hair, he'd marry her and take possession of all her bountiful treasures. Mmm. Bountiful. Bust out them bountiful treasures. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of like sleep creeps? Yeah. I'm just watching you breathe. As they brush their hair creepily, making <laughs> eye contact with your shut eyes. Just all sparkly <laughs> outside your window. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of uh, another part of it is the Buscoso. They're tall and they're bearded duendes dressed in moss and leaves. They play sad songs on their flutes to help guide shepherds through forests. I thought that they were mischief makers. I know they were helpful. Apparently it can go either way. As far as I've come to understand, yeah, size and intentions may vary. They could be very mischievous and kind of mean or they could be like kind of helpful and they play flutes i have read about when they cover themselves in moss and leaves one for camouflage but sometimes they'll cover themselves in like rocks and use it as like armor (laughs) (laughs) what yeah well the buscosos they're compassionate and they're hardworking. so they go and they repair barns and homes of humans that have collapsed due to the weather so it's almost like a keebler construction company (laughs) (laughs) they should have rebuilt haiti instead of uh the clintons Listen, the Clintons took millions of dollars and built nine homes. They did well. (laughs) Well, I bet you the Biscosos could have done better. They didn't have a lot of money to build huts. If we're talking about New York, making nine homes with a million dollars or whatever it was, that's a lot of of homes. With property values in this state, they probably got confused. They live in Chappaqua. Property value is expensive here. They probably got confused. Like, oh, I can build one, I can build four walls with this much money. (laughs) Imagine they built nine families just like... Mansions. Massive mansions. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be unbelievable. So we built 25,000 square feet for you, right on the ocean here, right on the beach. Uh, You can see there's no other homes here because we're not building anymore. They all get settled in the walk-in closet, and that's it. (laughs) Well, we've got another type, right? I've heard of the Dianos, the mischievous duendes that adopt the figure of horses, cows, rams or other domesticated animals apparently even human babies nobody is safe that's frightening jeez imagine if your baby (laughs) no so do they like replace your baby or do they like pop out of a womb pretending to be a baby (laughs) either of those ideas are terrifying yeah yeah (laughs) which one's worse though 
I think replacing your baby. Yeah. Replacing your baby while it's a fetus. <laughs> yeah. Like in the womb? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And then it comes out and it's like, hey. Hey, I'm that thing that you got impregnated with nine months ago. Trust me. I swear. <laughs> Just like the Buscosos, they are active during the night, scaring those who walk at odd hours. They disorient peasants searching for their lost cattle. And they tend to annoy the miller who mill in the moonlight. What miller is milling in the moonlight? Dude, grind never stops. That sounds so romantic. Well, yeah, I mean, this is these are folklore. People pass this down. So when we're actually sitting there milling grain, this is pre-internet. Dave, how often did you mill fucking grain before the internet? I was always a disoriented peasant walking at odd hours of the night. <laughs> Looking for your cattle. <laughs> Looking for a human baby. I was looking for my cows, because clearly I'm a peasant, and I lost my cows. <laughs> Do peasants have cows? I don't know. I, I don't know this stuff. Maybe just, like, one or two. I feel like they would have, like, a chicken. I think chickens are attainable. Maybe a lamb. One lamb. How hard is it to steal a cow, though? Very. Cows are gigantic. I don't know. Cows weigh, like, 500 pounds. I think more. More, yeah. Really? More? Oh, yeah. Big steers, I think, are like up to like 900. Oh, yeah, but I won't, I won't fuck with a steer. A steer would kill me by accident. Well, the duendes go after him because they have big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so get this. Not only are they disorienting peasants and annoying your local miller, but they also wait around for waiters to return late from their parties and they just kind of mock them. Mock them in the moonlight. <laughs> That's just rude. So they're just really out here doing the most heathenish uh, of things. So it sounds moonlight. like they're just like Philly sports fans. Uh, just really <laughs> That's it. Oh, speaking of that, it said that they cause endless amounts of noise. So yeah, yep. I mean, <laughs> maybe they could also be the cause of mysterious lights and other disturbing phenomena that may frighten a, a person walking at night. This doesn't sound like the same thing. This sounds like a skinwalker. If it's shape-shifting. Mm. It sounds like an annoying piece of shit. Yeah. And screaming and making lights. Imagine he's just outside your window. Hey, John, I saw you got a 12 top tonight and they only tipped you 12 bucks. <laughs> That's a dollar per head. <laughs> you didn't make a whole lot of money, did you? <laughs> like, why do they go after waiters? Damn. Right? John, you only make four seventy-five an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Can I revert back to the cow thing? Because I just... Uh, yeah, sure. They <laughs> Please. We were way off on the weight. We were way off. The average dairy cow weighs 1,400 to 2,000 pounds. What? Jesus what? Christ. Are you serious? That's a fucking Volkswagen. 400 of those pounds are the udder. <laughs> I spent like a lot of time on farms in my life and I thought they were like at most 500 yeah I grew up right next mm -hmm. to a dairy farm yeah I thought that too they're dense <laughs> like, I used to work on a dairy farm and I I, I never would have guessed never would have guessed they're that big that's a dense ass animal damn 2,000 pounds that's crazy yeah it's a big boy that's, a, that's as much like a tiger weighs and a tiger's like jacked as high hell don't tell me a tiger weighs like five tons or something. That'd be insane. Tiger? Uh, tiger. Tigers don't have udders, though. No, no, no. They weigh like they weigh like they weigh like two thousand pounds, don't they? Oh no, a lot. They weigh like six hundred eighty pounds. Never mind. Oh my god! Why are we so off on these weights? I don't know. <laughs> Hippos are so heavy, though. We went down a rabbit hole on our show once, just looking up how much animals weigh. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> 
elephants, elephants and hippos and rhinos are just so fucking dense. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. I would imagine like a hippo. Hippos are super dangerous, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. They yeah. kill more animals in Africa than anything else. Oh, I watched a couple uh, couple hippo videos. So hippos range from 2,900 pounds to 4,000 pounds. Oh my God. That's pretty thick. That's thick. That's dummy thick. They're, they're so thick that they don't swim. They just run on the bottom of the water. That's double C thick. Mm-hmm. Thick. Well, <laughs> we have another variation. Another one. An- another one. There's another variation. The Enanos, or dwarves. Dave, how do you know about all these Spanish words? It's, it's amazing. Well, these beings toil at night and day through the forests, and they guard their immense riches in subterranean worlds. Oh, shit. And they also tempt the greed of peasants by offering them gold and silver and other types of booty. Where can I find these? I'll gladly take gold off their hands. Yeah, but when they when you get the gold, they become withered ferns and leaves and white pebbles. So, ha, gotcha. Wow, I <laughs> gotcha. You're a pile of leaves now. The gold and silver does, or the people become that? The gold and silver. Oh, they're not murderous. <laughs> they're just they're just dicks. <laughs> I was hoping it was the people. I'm going to make you rich, son. Take all this gold. <laughs> Fucking stones. There are some other dwarves that do help people find their lost possessions as well. So, good and bad. Can I get one of those and just have it live in my house? Because I lose shit all the time. Yeah. They might already be there. Find my possessions for me. Maybe that's how you find them. I gotta summon a dwarf. Maybe they're the ones that are helping you find them. You don't even know it. You're like, oh, where's my keys? And then you turn around and then plop them on the table. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, how did I not see that before? I think there's going to be some issues, though. My apartment, I don't have a table. I only have a really tall um, island. I don't think the dwarf would be able to eat. They don't need to eat. <laughs> Just throw the food on the floor. They have a trap door in your yeah. apartment to go to their subterranean world. And then the other question is, I'm allowed to have two people living in the apartment full time. Do they count as a full person? <laughs> no, it's like a quarter person. Third yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're the size of a flower, then you can have them, like, an entire village living with you. That's true. Every time I lose shit, they'll uh, find it. Maybe they'll even be pest control for me. He just forces labor on them, and it's just, like, two of them assigned <laughs> to the bathroom, and two of them in the kitchen. And Hey, have you guys ever heard of elves? No. Never? Never heard of an elf. Nope. Never once. That, that's what I was kind of thinking of when we were talking about the Duendes. Well, there's yet another kind because we've been talking about so many different variations and they're elves they're part of like germanic tribes and they settled in spain during the roman period but the oldest mention of elves and i didn't know this before reading up on it the oldest mention of them was in a medieval tale written around 1140 some old ass elves old elves that's what i'm saying this stuff is old so we're talking about Miller's. It just makes me think of Robin Hood. Men in tights? Yeah. Are <laughs> yeah. there elves in Robin Hood? No, but it just makes me think that they have the same concept. They just go around stealing from fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only version of Robin Hood I saw was like the cartoon of the animals. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. There's little shape-shifting dirt bags that give you pebbles and, <laughs> pebbles and rocks and shit. <laughs> You're going to have, like, one of those little dick ones in your house, and that's the one that makes you drop your cup of coffee and <laughs> slip in the shower. That's the one that 
that uh, comes in your coffee and you're like, I'm not clean. <laughs> yeah, take that, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what this kind of reminds me of? You guys know about the Yule Lads? Yule Lads? Oh, they're the best. They're my absolute favorite thing ever. The Yule Lads are um, Iceland's version of Santa Claus, and there are 13 of them. And oh my god! They, so and they just cause, they just run amok. There's one that my favorite is. There's this guy, sheep coat Claude. He has two peg legs, <laughs> and so he can't walk well. And his and his his special ability is that he harasses sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another one, sausage swiper, who just steals your sausages. And there's no door way. slammer. Door slammer just slams your doors while you're trying to sleep at night. Um, there's so many of them. And then there's, um, Candle Swiper, who just eats your candles. <laughs> I swear my children will grow up believing that and not traditional Santa Claus. Good. You should, um, you should indoctrinate them young. Um, I'm going to. It's huge all over Iceland, the Yule Lads. And they have, um, a mom and dad and a cat. They have their mother, Gryla, eats the children. Then their husband, her husband, their dad, I can't think of his name right now, um, but... He's just a lazy motherfucker who doesn't do anything. He just sits around all day. Nice. He gets yelled at by his wife. And then their cat, um, their cat's the best. The cat eats children who don't get new clothing for Christmas. <laughs> uh, you always got to get at least some socks. That's tough. That's <laughs> yeah, tough. so if you're poor, <laughs> watch out. How pissed would you be if you just like went to bed and you woke up and, shit, there's my $35 Yankee candle gone. <laughs> There's just glass and blood everywhere. <laughs> it was supposed to smell like sugar cookies. I, there, I can't remember the rest of them, but uh, then there's, then there's, there's spoon liquor who just licks your dirty spoon. <laughs> um, That's kind of useful. That is useful. It's like a pre-wash. Yeah, pre-wash. <laughs> Do you get all thirteen of them, or are you like just assigned one? So they come over. I think they're around, each around for like six days. Okay, I, I got a, I got a chart of them all. I couldn't remember all their names. Give me one sec. <laughs> so uh, the first one you have to deal with is um, is Sheepcoat Claude. He harasses your sheep. Then there is Goldie Gok Golk who hides in goalies and sucks the milk out of your cows. Oh my god! <laughs> then there is Stubby who's just really short, and he steals pants. Oh, sorry, no, I lied. He, he, he still, I, I misread that. He steals pans. He eats crust out of pans. Oh. <laughs> oh, see? These guys are helping. Yeah, and then you get um, Spoon Liquor, who licks your spoons. Then you get Pot Liquor, who licks your pots. <laughs> then you get Bowl Liquor, who licks your bowls. Are you serious? I'm, I wish I was joking. Licks your balls? Bowls. <laughs> like, <laughs> not your balls. Then you get um, Door Slammer, who just fucking slams doors. <laughs> favorite wood. <laughs> then there's Skyer Gobbler who eats all of your um, yogurt. <laughs> Damn it. Sausage Swiper steals your sausages. Then there's Window Peeper who just peeps at you through a window. <laughs> oh, there's Doorway Sniffer. I forgot about him. He just sniffs your doorways. <laughs> then there's just Meat Hook. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Meat Hook steals your meat using a hook. <laughs> And then there's a um, candle stealer who candle swiper ever called before who just steals and eats your candles. These are very on the nose. <laughs> Why yeah. did they do this? Why did they create these things? <laughs> I'm changing my steam name to sausage swiper. <laughs> <laughs> 
the middle portion of those guys sound very helpful. Very useful. Oh, yeah, yeah just, definitely. Just leave your dirty dishes out and good in the morning. Things are, <laughs> it hits the fan once you get the door slammer. After that, it just takes a weird yeah. turn. Yeah. <laughs> then you're just stealing shit. <laughs> just imagine the one at your door. <sighs> What's going on in there? <laughs> you know, hey, what do you got in there? <sighs> I smell pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> smells like KY in there. <laughs> yeah, but you should raise your kids on the Yule ads. They'll grow up better for it. That's the plan. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Santa Claus isn't a thing. Yeah, Chris Kringle can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> Getting back to these so many duende. There's one that controls the weather, makes it rain and hail and snow. It's called the Nuberos. That could be useful in drought times, I guess. Or if you want to snowboard. Have you guys ever thought about, like, if you had the power to control the weather, what would you do with it? Like, would you fuck people over, or would you charge them a lot of money to make sure that they get the perfect weather conditions? Like, you can kind of, like, you can kind of be like, well, if you don't pay up, I'm going to ruin your wedding day. I would make it literally rain cats and dogs. (laughs) Do you know why? The term cats and dogs was coined no please do tell i do not know the year but it was in pretty sure england but it was they had tin roofs and all the stray cats and dogs would go up on the roofs when it would rain hard they would all fall off because the water <laughs> that's where the term it's raining cats and dogs came from it's unreal I assume there's like a tornado or something. <laughs> cows and cats and dogs floating around. I like that even better. It's just a tornado of cats and dogs. <laughs> so I don't I don't have any information about this because I watched a YouTube video about it at like two years ago at this point. But at one point, I think in the town in I think it was Kansas, it just rained meat and they don't know why. And I don't know why because I don't remember. But that's a fact of the we'll day. It rained meat in like Kansas, I want to say. What a barbecue. I, I know, right? <laughs> All right, guys, get a load of this one, right? How about Tentirages? Have you guys ever heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, All right. No. They are small and menacing and twisted malignant duendes that dress in red and turn obedient and good children, particularly girls, into bad and disobedient ones. They're literally morphing the minds of your children without you even knowing. They do so using the secret powers of Mandrake, which is a magical plant that they use to um, make this happen with. So th- they, are, they are giving your children a magical plant and literally twisting their minds up just to make your life harder. They're essentially just bad fathers. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say this sounds like conservative news. Like a conservative <laughs> news network being like, marijuana is going to make your children bad. <laughs> This is why we need to close our borders down. Small duendes are coming in from Mexico to give your kids mandrake. (laughs) Can you imagine Alex Jones just going wild on that? Oh, yeah, that's the first thing I thought when you started saying. (laughs) Small goblins are coming across the border. They're giving your kids mandrake. (laughs) They're turning your little girls into crazy people. Don't get me started about Demi Lovato. (laughs) Oh, she's an experiencer. And she oh, thinks God. that the term Stop. alien is offensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very offensive. Even though they're literally called aliens because they were aliens before, quote unquote, illegal aliens were a thing. It's not mm. offensive. They're mm. not from here. Mm-hmm. 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 
She, you know, we were thinking about bringing her onto our show. <laughs> Dude, if you do it, I don't know if I can be on that episode because I feel some type of way about it. I was talking to my wife about that, and she goes, well, if you bring her on the show, that might discredit your show. And I was like, yeah, but if she was to come on the show, we'd probably mock her endlessly. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't be on it. I don't know. Have you heard of the Traskos? They're the most hated of all duendes. Mischievous little shitbag creatures. Okay, so the Trasgos are how I would see this creature, like, as a whole. They come through your chimney, like Santa Claus, and they live in hidden spaces inside the walls of your house. So, like, little... little like termites. Yeah, yeah well, and, termites. And they move... <laughs> yeah. And they move things around or steal things from your house, and they make it lost forever. So, like, I, the underwear knows. Exactly. And then they, they love to climb up trees and grab those white pebbles from the other dickhead ones. And <laughs> they throw seeds and branches at people. <laughs> In my research, I hope that you guys did the same. I watched a, a few videos of... Duende sightings? Yeah. Have you seen these? No. All right. One of them, a news reporter was interviewing a family that swore that they were being tormented by duendes. Hmm. And it seems like it was this variant of it. So they're filming the family outside and they're crying and they're sobbing because duendes are throwing rocks at the grandmother's head while she's not looking. Jesus. They're they're just, yeah, they're they're just being very mean and they're throwing buckets of water at grandma. (laughs) And while they're filming, something or someone is on the other side of their shed just kind of throwing sticks over it and they're like oh my god it's the duende <laughs> it's grandpa just heaving right. sticks we, we also accept that if only grandma's being harassed maybe she deserves it yeah maybe grandma had a lifetime of very very mean things maybe she abused the duendes and now they're abusing her could be you're making a very valid point here yeah mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She took the Duendes for granted, and now, now the Duendes are resenting her. That's kind of along the lines of the Tresaios. Again, another Duende, a small Duende, that steals and moves things around the house. There's a little variation to them. They attempt to burn your food. They turn <laughs> your oven up when you're not looking. That's fucked they're up. Just, they're just really bad cooks. Eventually, they'll apologize for the damage that they've done, and but they just can't help themselves, and they'll continue to do it. Now, this is the first that I thought about, and the first that I looked at, that a duende actually spoke. Mm. The other ones have made noises and stuff like that, but this was the first one that I saw that actually speaks and says sorry. Are they, say, are they speaking Spanish? They probably are, yeah. These are all variants from the ones that originated in Spain. So which iteration would you want to be? I think I want to be on the big dick. Yeah, the big dick. <laughs> the big dick ones, obviously. The one-inch tall big dick one. Yeah. <laughs> Just packing nine inches, but I've only got like three inches of vertical height. <laughs> Dragging like a wet ten. <laughs> Absolutely yoked from carrying this dick around all day. <laughs> That's why it's always stealing coffee. They carry it like a bag of groceries. <laughs> yeah. Throws it over their shoulder. I'm going to dick down these stockings. Do you think that they have, like, proportionally large balls, or do they have, like, balls proportionate to their body and a massive dick? Probably no balls. No balls. All shaft. All shaft. <laughs> Straight from shaft to gooch. Yep. Nothing more. 
Our next spooky pervy duende is the Trentis. This is the pervy uncle of the duende family. Um, <laughs> it's said to either be made up clothed in leaves, moss, roots, and twigs. It's a very dirty, dirty, nasty, vile Fucking creature. Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> <laughs> They're said to live in thick hedges where they can hide and play pranks on people. Better than that, they're known to pull down the skirts of women and pinch their butts. No smacking, no groping, just a little pinch. <laughs> Uncle Dennis? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a creeper stash. <laughs> What's his? It looks like fucking Robin Robin Williams from fucking Jumanji jumping out and just <laughs> ripping your skirt off and pitching your ass and then oh <laughs> running away. Like that what the would be f- awful. Looks like another traumatic Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I heard of another one. There's so many of them. I know Spain has them all. I don't believe in this one. I've got an explanation for this one. But there's the Ventolines, and the Ventolines' origin comes from fishermen on their boats at sea, and they are fairy-like duendes with big, large green wings. I don't know if there were any fairies on these boats. I think these dudes were just drinking a lot of ocean water. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dehydrated. They're slamming a rum probably, or I guess tequila. Yeah. (laughs) Well, little known fact, I don't know if you've ever heard of, like, the mixed drink of ocean water. No. It's usually, they put, like, juice and stuff into it, and, like, vodka and a bunch of other drinks and rum. Well, that comes from the fishermen mixing up their rum with actual ocean water. Oh, really? No, I'm completely fucking around. I I just made that up. I could see it happening. I mean, it's gonna fuck you up. You know what's interesting? You know when the enlight this is a random aside, you know when the Enlightenment happened? Part of the reason is it perfectly coincides with when... Europeans were allowed to start drinking coffee because it wasn't seen like as Satanistic and people stopped being drunk all the time so they started like talking and like thoughts happened but before that everyone just drank beer because they couldn't drink the water that is true there was a lot of issues with water drinking and they all had mm. to drink beer yeah yeah ale good old ale some it is very low alcohol but it doesn't matter if it's like 1% alcohol. If that's all you're drinking all day, you're going to get pretty hammered. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Exiting Spain and going to its neighbor in Portugal. So we Portugal? Didn't go very far. Yeah. Duende also appear in Portuguese folklore. Described again as being small in stature, but wearing big hats. And <laughs> whistling mystical songs. Often, again, walking in the forest. They are known as goblins, pixies, brownies, elves, leprechauns. And they also use their talents of whistling mystical songs to lure young children in the forest who lose their way home. Are we sure these are all the same thing? Or it wasn't just like <laughs> one person just got com- got all these different creatures confused for one? Mm. A lot of them sound very familiar. It, it may just be different characteristics of the same creature. Yeah, it could say, be. Like a Bigfoot. But with a big yeah. dick. Big dick <laughs> with a hammer. <laughs> All right, I, this is all I have to say. I don't know if you know it, but do you guys know who um, former Congressman Denver Riggleman is? <laughs> so this guy ran name. for Virginia. I think it was their ninth circuit, if I remember correctly. And there was a legitimate political scandal that came out because um, he's a big. This guy's like a Bigfoot fanatic. Where there was pictures of him with his face photoshopped on a drawn Bigfoot with a giant dick on his public Instagram, <laughs> and his opponent was like. 
are you gonna vote for this guy who literally is into Bigfoot pornography? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, then the guy's response was, oh, it was a joke between me and my uh, army friends. And then he was also, at the same time, never came out, which is a bummer. He was writing a book about Bigfoot reproduction habits. Oh, Jesus. It never came out, though, which is a tragedy. Oh, I would pay for that. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the cryptid erotica I'm going to be creating. I was going to uh, say that. Dude, there that is so much handy. cryptid erotica out there. There's about to be more. Yeah, there's about to be. There's going to be a segment on our Patreon. Look up Lacey Noonan. All of her books are just like Bigfoot erotica and stuff like that. Oh, fantastic. Oh uh, we got to get most, her on the show. They're the silliest names. I don't know how to contact this person because it's clearly a fake name and she doesn't have like a Twitter or anything. Oh, I'm going to find her. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, just look up Lacey Noonan. She has the most obscene titles. She wrote a she wrote a Rob Gronkowski uh, erotic novel called A Gronking to Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know, in a lot of these Latin American cultures, duendes are believed to be helpers of the people. Depends on what you think of as help, who get lost in the forest so they could find their way home. But in the folklore of Central American country of Belize, particularly amongst the country's African island Caribbean descended Creole populations, duendes are thought of as forest spirits called Tata Duende, who lack thumbs. No opposable thumbs. That's literally my landlord. <laughs> <laughs> this man is missing like eight of his fingers. Was he a bomb technician? I don't know. I feel like he spent a few years as a butcher, maybe. What a terrible butcher. You're a butcher <laughs> and you chop one finger off? You never chop a finger off again unless you suck at your job. That's what I'm saying. Terrible. Butcher. Not everybody's born for it. You gotta be made for that. But yeah, the 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 <laughs> Yucatec Maya of Belize and Southeast Mexico have duendes such as Alux and New Cucks. New Cucks. <laughs> new cucks. Old Cucks. Old Cucks, cucks and, and New Cucks. cucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which are seen as guardian spirits of the forest. How about that? They watch their wives get railed. <laughs> Cuck is, like, my favorite insult of the year. <laughs> Some people don't see it as a, as an insult. Yeah. Well, they're cucks, so. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I am. It's the one that sniffs at the door. <laughs> yeah. Door sniffer. Oh, I can smell my wife being railed. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes outside, and he's looking through the window, peeping. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy window peepers just jacking it. <laughs> the wife is actually getting railed by the big dick one day. <laughs> Great campfire in a, in a hurricane. Yep. <laughs> I need another bait. Like your landlord. <laughs> oh, no. In Mexican and American Southwest cultures, duendes attempt to clip the toenails of unkept children and often leading... <laughs> A mistaken removal of entire toes. No. So they just like two toe Tommy. Just <laughs> done deal, man. And again, in Ecuador, they identify as a male character with a beautiful singing voice, charm, and causes mischief, but sometimes violence. Like taking off toes? Yes. <laughs> That's the same one that they say wears like a big hat, right? Like a big 10-gallon ta- yeah. hat. And <laughs> <laughs> Like Doug Dimidome. <laughs> 
And the legs are like backwards. They're turned around to confuse the people who chase them. So what? What's <laughs> the <action> figure? <laughs> Kaboom! Just snip, slipping around. <laughs> that's what like um, that's what, like the Mexican drug mules do when they're like smuggling across the border. They wear those like fake shoes, those shoes that have like reverse heels. So it looks like they're walking the other direction. Uh, oh, but perfect. does it that's really genius. like? Is it that hard to tell which way they're going because of the direction of their feet? Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I've never. I'm not a drug mule. I don't know how the logistics of. Uh, it's very intuitive. Of walking like, backwards. Well, it, actually, it's very intuitive when like you get to a spot where it's like, huh? There's no um. There's no more footprints going that direction this way. <laughs> <laughs> a little cuck goblin with backwards legs, a ten gallon hat, a toenail clipping collection that sniffs uh your walls with a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> With a big dick and no balls. <laughs> Dude, I don't care. I am drawing this character with all of these things, and I am putting it on a fucking shirt. Like, oh, shit, yeah. we gotta put chip on a shirt, too. <laughs> don't give it a dick, though. Just give it, like, a very apparent bulge. <laughs> give it a bulge that goes down, like, its entire leg. Like, down to where its, like, feet are. I'll put it in gray sweatpants. <laughs> Tape with joggers. Make it tight. A reoccurring characterization of El Duende in Ecuador describes him as particularly dangerous for women. Mm. He's known to harass young women. Apparently, he's even said to be blamed for going after women and leaving them once they get pregnant. <laughs> For this reason, for this reason, a bastard child may be attributed to an encounter with El Duende. Just imagine putting on his 10-gallon hat. Well, uh, (laughs) time for me to uh, road. Time for me to hit the trail. Hit hit the old dusty trail. I got to go get some more cigarettes. I'll be right back. The reoccurring theme of El Duende goes into the Marianas in the Philippines, and they're known as spirits and goblins, elves, and ghosts, and dwarves, and things that take things from you and hide or take small children. So I think the reoccurring (laughs) theme here is that every variation of this little piece of shit, whether its dong is huge or it sprinkles you with rocks. They're all dickheads. Yeah, it's just a dickhead little elf or dwarf little goblin. I just keep thinking of, like, David the Gnome, and I'm like, what if he was a piece of shit? <laughs> and they didn't, I don't, there's nothing about gnome kisses, no rubbing the nose together, no swift, none of this shit. It's just, here, let me just fuck with you and hang dong. That's, that's what I'm getting out of the Duende. So we should just call it El Hang Dong or something like that. El Dongo? El Dongo. <laughs> El Dongo. I will say, of all the times that we've had a campfire and talked about cryptids and told little ghost stories, um, the Duende is definitely the most entertaining so far. The best campfire <laughs> story yeah. ever. Absolutely. This has been a lot of fun. I, I agree. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, quick question. Did you bring a tent with you? No, man. I just like to sleep out under the stars. Oh, that's beautiful. The off chance Bigfoot uh, abducts me and I can interview him. Well, there is that duende behind you that's pitching a tent. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> got him. Well, boys, I think it's time to hit the hay. Sun's about to come up. I got to get a little bit of sleep before we head home. See you guys in the morning. Good night. Don't let any night. duendes into your, into your tent, Mike. 
I hope they're sniffing at my zipper. <laughs> <laughs> Your rain fly smells so good. <laughs> good night, boys. Deuces. Nighty night. Hushlings, thanks again for coming for another Cryptid Chronicles by the Fire, where we talked the Duende. Hope you guys had fun. We had a bunch of laughs with our guest, Steve. Steve, tell everybody about your podcast, where they can find you, what your show's about. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so my podcast is the Misfits and Mysteries podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms. And if you want to find us on social for Instagram and Twitter, it's podcast underscore misfits. I don't actually use our other social media platforms that we have. So like you can follow them, but I'm not going to post on them ever. Uh, But if you do have Facebook and want to just blindly follow us and not get any content, just look up Misfits Mysteries. Um, And yeah, so our show, we talk about all things weird and wacky from Bigfoot and aliens to cryptids, psychology, history, everything in between. Um, Yeah. And we just wrapped up season one. Season two is going to be a little different of the show because my uh, full-time co-host, Emmy, has left for the time being because everyone in her company quit and she wants to quit, but she has to do all their work, so she has no free time Ooh, anymore. I know what uh, that's like. <laughs> yep. So she's off the show for now. She might come back eventually. So yeah, it's a little up in the air. Uh, episode one of season two is actually dropping. So yeah, it's a, it's a good time. It's going to mostly be like having people on like this and chatting about like cryptids and whatnot. And then we also do a lot of interviews in the past, and I'm going to keep that going. Like we interviewed a, uh, an alligator trainer, <laughs> the Gator Crusader, who was incredible. He used to be a pro wrestler, and now he trains alligators professionally. That's so, awesome. yeah. So, like, I guess that's really what our show is. Uh, it used to be we just chat about like cryptids, ghosts, shit like that. And then now we and have interviews on occasion. Yeah. So, like that, and there's interviews, and it's just a good time. And, you guys do a lot more research than we do. Um, our whole thing is always we do enough research that we don't sound dumb, but we don't do enough research that we still have no idea what we're talking about and we can make fun of things. All right, Hushlings, make sure you check out Misfits and Mysteries podcast. I have listened to uh, quite a few of their episodes. Great show. I enjoy it. So check it out wherever you listen to podcasts and we will see you around the next campfire. Make sure you bring your own marshmallows, though.